0: What is good everybody welcome back to another episode of the kevo bands hoops podcast man back at it again today tuesday july 16th hope all you guys are having a great start to your week hope all you guys continue to grind man hope all you guys fulfill your goals and achievements man and just keep doing what you got to do to make ends meet Also, I want to give a big shout-out to my family over at Nuts and Bolts Sports. Go look them up, man. Go check out the articles that they do about sports. Go check out their other podcasts that they do. I'm featured on their podcast network, so go check out that, too. And just, you know, have a blessed day, everybody. With that being said, I want to come at you guys today and talk about my top five one-and-done players of all time. Now, I only wanted to do this because supposedly... The NBA or or Adam Silver and I believe um I believe I I don't think college is affiliated with the one and done rule, but I believe it's just the NBA is the there's the main reason the one and done rule is intact. And supposedly the one and done rule is supposed to be coming to an end by the twenty twenty two season. So kids that are headed into their sophomore seasons of high school, they're probably more than likely gonna be allowed to make the jump from high school to the NBA. I believe the last class to be able to make that jump was the 2004 class. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that was a class with Lou Williams, Amir Johnson, and a few other guys. So, I wanted to get that out the way. Before I get into the top five list though, I want to give you guys some honorable mentions. Usually I don't give honorable mentions when I do these lists, today I decided to do so because it's just so many good one and done players that have come through the college ranks and into the NBA. So some some honorable mentions from me personally. Um, O.J. Mayo, who went to USC, had a fantastic year. Sadly, isn't in the league right now, but he had some great years in the league with the Grizzlies, with the Milwaukee Bucks, and he was just an all-around killer while he was at University of Southern California. You had Trey Young. A lot of people did not like Trey Young coming out of high school and into college at Oklahoma, but, man, Trey Young put on one of the most incredible, fascinating college seasons I have ever seen at Oklahoma, playing under Coach Lon Kruger and just ultimately dominating the Big 12. You have Eric Gordon, who went to Indiana, who's from Indianapolis. He went to Indiana and was a killer for the Hoosiers, still in the league today, plays a very big role with the Houston Rockets. you yeah, Kyrie Irving. A lot of people are going to be surprised that I do not have Kyrie on my top five. The only reason I don't have Kyrie on my top five is because he didn't play that many games. I think he only ended up playing like 11, 12 games. Missed majority of the season with, I forgot the exact injury, but yes, Kyrie did have a phenomenal season, the, the games that he did play, but he just didn't play enough games. So that's the only reason he's not on the top five list. And then you got John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins, who both went to Kentucky and were killers, no, they did not make the list, but there is another Kentucky player that did make the list. And surprisingly, and quote-unquote shockingly, there is not a single Duke player that made the list. I know that may sound crazy. Zion had a hell of a year at Duke. We'll see what his pro future looks like. Jason Tatum had a good season at Duke. We'll see you know, how he progresses, but I just feel like the five that I chose are the five players that really left an impact on me. And really, some of them were honestly major reasons why I became fans of college basketball in the first place. So let's get right into it. At number five, I got Michael Beasley. This one might surprise a lot of you guys because Michael Beasley didn't necessarily... Oh wait, hold on. Before I get into this, actually, I also want to say, I'm basing this off of their college career career. And their pro career, not just what they did in college or not just what they did in the pros, but I'm doing it based off both. So be aware of that. So, like I said, at number five, I have Michael Beasley. Michael Beasley went to Kansas State where he averaged 26.2 points per game. He averaged 12.4 rebounds per game. That's a double-double and 1.2 assists per game. At Kansas State, he was a high school parade All-American. He was a 2007-08 Big 12 Player of the Year. He was the Big 12 All-Freshman Team. He was a consensus All-American. He was on the All-Big 12 Team. And he was the Big 12 Rookie of the Year. If you got the opportunity opportunity, excuse me, to watch Michael Beasley at Kansas State University, he was literally just like Carmelo Anthony, except he was left-handed and he was probably a little bit more aggressive in getting to the basket. Melo relied on his jumper a lot, but Beasley, a.k.a. B. Be Easy, a.k.a. Walking Bucket, had a lot of drives and a lot of dunks. He was more of an athletic player than Carmelo, but we'll talk about Carmelo later, matter of fact. But Michael Beasley was really dominant. He probably he only played one season at Kansas State, and I honestly feel like I can say he's the only player on this list that I can say is not only did he was he the greatest one and done player from that school, but Michael Beasley might be the greatest player to ever play for Kansas State. And I might be crazy, I might be missing somebody, but off the top of my head, I cannot think of any other great player. Even though I wouldn't say Michael Beasley necessarily great, but he was great when he was at Kansas State. But he wasn't, he's not a great NBA player. But I can't really think of another top NBA player you know throughout all these years that actually went to Kansas State it's just a random school in the Big 12 it's in Manhattan Kansas um but Michael Beasley put on a show while he was there i believe he went undefeated versus Kansas who's their rival every time they played i think they played two times maybe even three times he put on a show literally he was unguardable he averaged like i, said, I like i stated before he averaged 26 points per game that is impressive to average 26 points a game that means college was just too easy for you and look michael beasley did not have the career that the rest of this list nba wise that the rest of this list has but he's played in the league for 11 seasons and that is a testament because the average i believe the average span for an nba career is only three to four years so playing in the league for 11 years and if he does play this next season he'll be in the league for 12 years that would be a hell of an accomplishment. His NBA career stats are 12. He, he averaged 12.4 points per game, 4.7 rebounds per game, and 1.3 um assists per game. The only reason he's dropped off in production from college to the NBA is because, sadly, he had so much stuff that just went wrong off the court where he dealing with. I don't even want to get into it, but he just had a lot of problems off the court that really set him back. But what he did in college was just honestly something incredible and something we honestly might never see again. He was really that good, that dominant, and nobody in the nation could really hold him like that. And honestly, he was just a sight to behold when watching him play at Kansas State. But um, some The only accolade that he really has had since he's been in the NBA is that he was on the 2008 and 2009 All-Rookie team. But like I said, he just didn't have the best career off the court if he had things right off the court and it translated to stuff on the court his career would have looked so much differently than what we know Michael Beasley as today but sadly it just it is what it is you can't change nothing about it but we got Michael Beasley at number five moving on to number four this is my personal favorite my personal favorite player on this list also my favorite player of all time he goes by the name of Derek, Rose. Derek Rose is from Chicago, Illinois, if you don't know. He went to Simeon High School. He is one of the greatest point guards. I don't care what anybody says that we have ever witnessed, but I'll talk about that in a second. D. Rose went to the University of Memphis. He played under the Hall of Fame coach, Coach Calipari, where at Memphis he averaged 14.9 points per game. He averaged 4.5 rebounds per game and 4.7 assists per game. Accolades while he was at Memphis. He was the NCAA All-Tourney team. He was the High School Parade All-American. He was the NCAA All-Region team. The only thing about D. Rose on this list compared to this list is that the thing that he... No, the main reason that he's on this list, not only just because he's my favorite player, is that because going into that season, D. Rose wasn't necessarily favored to become the number one overall pick in that draft, which he ended up being in the 2008 draft. He was a top five player coming out of high school, and he was one of the most dominant players coming out of Simeon. And the best thing about him is honestly that throughout the regular season at Memphis – he was just coasting his way through. It's like it's almost like he didn't want to be there. We all know he had that thing where he had the SAT problem where you know someone took his SAT form and he just it seemed like he just didn't really want to be in college. He was ready to go to the NBA and make money to support his family, which is nothing wrong with that. But he really turned up a different level and turned up a different notch when he got to the NCAA tournament. He literally put his team on his back. And just took it up to a whole different level. Even Coach Calipari had to sit back and watch the show that he was seeing in his future point or in his current point guard in Derrick Rose. Um, His NBA career stats um, 18.8 points per game, uh, 3.5 rebounds per game, 5.6 assists per game. NBA accolades he's a three time All Star. He was a 2010 2011 All NBA team. And do not forget he is the 2011 MVP, which is also the youngest MVP ever by any player of all time. And don't forget, man, a lot of people say we missed out on the greatness of Derrick Rose due to the injuries and all that stuff. The craziest part about all of that is that we never got to witness prime Derrick Rose. We only got to witness baby Derrick Rose. He literally was killing like that for probably his first four seasons in the NBA. The I think it was either his third season or his fourth season he got hurt. He got his first ACL injury. And the best thing about it, he still came back. He never gave up. He was relentless in his pursuit of getting back to the NBA, and he worked his butt off to keep playing in the NBA a lot of people told him he should hang it up a lot of people in his situation would have folded and stopped playing basketball altogether just took the money took the check and ran clearly Derrick Rose had other plans he loves the game and the best part about it is he recently just signed a two-year deal with the Detroit Pistons so D Rose is still hooping he's still living out his dream he's happy as ever um and yeah man I'm always rooting for Derrick Rose because with all the injuries he's had He could have easily thrown in the towel, gave up. He has a huge contract with Adidas. He could have just lived off that. But he said, nah, I still got some in me. And the best thing about it, too, was this past season, Halloween night, I will never forget. He went off for 50-plus points versus the Utah Jazz in what's probably his most memorable moment in the NBA. And just shout out to Derrick Rose, man. That's D. Rose at number four. At number three, this dude was probably the most exciting college basketball player that I've ever witnessed and he goes by the name of Anthony Davis Anthony Davis is also from Chicago he went to excuse me let me find it real quick I believe he went to he went to some prep school in Chicago I forgot what the exact name of it was but it was a weird prep school but he was from Chicago at continuing for excuse me he went to the University of Kentucky who also played under coach Calipari Um, after Calipari made the move from Memphis to Kentucky, obviously. At Kentucky, he averaged 14.2 points per game. He averaged 10.4 rebounds per game, which is a double-double. He averaged 1.3 assists per game, and he averaged 4.7 blocks per game. At Kentucky, bear with me with all the accolades that I'm about to read off with y'all. He was the NCAA All-Tourney team. NCAA Tourney's most outstanding player. He was the Consensus All-American. He won the Naismith Award, which is probably the highest award you can get in college basketball. He was a 2011-12 SEC Player of the Year. He was a 2012 All-SEC Tourney Team, SEC All-Freshman Team, 2011-12 SEC Rookie of the Year. He was the NCAA Tourney All-Region Team. He was a High School Parade All-American. He won the Wooden Award, which is also probably, I'd say the Wooden Award and the Naismith Award are probably neck and neck for the biggest awards in college basketball. He won the Rupp Trophy. He also was a 2011-12 All-SEC team. He was the SEC All-Defense team. And last but not least, he was the SEC Defensive Player of the Year all in one season spent at the University of Kentucky. Anthony Davis, and don't forget, he won a national championship. Anthony Davis was one of the most dominant college players that I have ever watched. I remember the year he was in Kentucky when he played along Marquise Teague, Michael Kidd Gilchrist. He was absolutely a force to be reckoned with. He was blocking every shot. He was catching every lob. He was just a different type of dominance. I honestly knew he didn't even have to go to college. He should have just sat out the year and just waited for the NBA to come because that's how good he was. He could have easily made the jump from high school to the NBA. He was that talented. And honestly, I don't think we'll ever see another dominant force like Anthony Davis for years to come. We'll probably see it. Some kid will definitely match it, but it's going to be a long time before that happens. So moving on to his NBA stats, his career stats, he's averaged 23.7 points per game, 10.5 rebounds per game. 2.1 2.1 assists per game and 2.4 blocks per game. um, And he is just a different breed. He has a few all-star games under his belt. He has, um, I think, he's been in the MVP running, I, I want to say twice. I think, you know, with the Lakers, he'll definitely win a couple. I think he'll win, he'll probably win one if he stays with the Lakers for the rest of his career. And we all know he's with the Lakers now. He's playing with arguably the greatest player of all time in LeBron James. His game is only going to elevate. Anthony Davis is just a once in a lifetime. He's literally a unicorn. He's one of those players that we will, we are blessed to watch. And we, we like I said, we might just never see anything else like Anthony Davis. He's such a force to be reckoned with that... He's just a different breed. He's 6'11", almost 7 foot, can shoot from anywhere, he can play the pick and pop. He has a handle. He can blow past guards. He can blow past big man. He's dunking over everybody. He has a post game. He can finish with his right or left hand. He's just absolutely dominant. And that's honestly the reason why he is number three on my list. Anthony Davis, who went to the University of Kentucky. And number two, we all know this guy. At least we all should know this guy. He goes by the name of Kevin Durant. KD is from uh, Suitland, Maryland, I believe is how you say it. He he most he went to a couple of different high schools. He most famously went to Oak Hill, but I think he really put his name on the map when he went to Montrose Christian High School, which is located in Rockville, Maryland. Um, he went to the University of Texas in the Big Twelve. Went made the move all the way from the DMV down to Texas. Um, where at Texas he averaged twenty five point eight points per game. 11.1 rebounds per game, and 1.3 assists per game. Accolades in college for Kevin Durant go like this. He won the Wooden Award. He was a 2006-07 All-Big 12 team. He was the Big 12 All-Defensive team. 2006-07 Big 12 Rookie of the Year. He was a Consensus All-American. He was a, he won the Naismith Award. Big 12 Player of the Year. Big All-Big 12 Tourney team. Big 12 All-Freshman team. Big 12 tourney MVP, and he just has almost every accolade. I'd say Anthony Davis had the most accolades out of all the players, but KD really swept the table with you know with what he did that year, and he was honestly incredible. KD at Texas, honestly, it was crazy. He wasn't as developed as he is now, I'll say, but you can still tell that he was a walking bucket. He was much, much skinnier. He didn't have really, I'd say in college, he was probably about 6'9", six, six, maybe 6'10". Six, I'd say he's probably 6'9", six, 6'8", six, while he was in college. Now, I can honestly say he's a legit 7-foot. in Texas, When While he was at Texas, though, he is honestly probably a top-five Big 12 player of all time. And he only played one year, and that's saying a lot. I would easily say he's one of the best one-and-done players to ever walk through the Big 12. The Big 12 got players, like I already said, Mike Beasley, Trey Young. You got Blake Griffin, who played really well. Oklahoma, his one year there. The Big 12 has a lot of good players, and KD was probably one of the best players, if not the best player, to ever walk through the Big 12 and play at the University of Texas. He could have been the best player to ever play at the University of Texas, but they got players like TJ Ford, Tristan Thompson played really well at Texas, LaMarcus Aldridge played really well at Texas. I say KD is easily top five, maybe even top three, but moving on to his career stats. Career stats for Kevin Durant. He averaged 27 points per game which is incredible, 7.1 rebounds per game, and 4.1 assists per game. He is a 10-time All-Star. Best believe he'll add to that coming off the Achilles injury. We're praying for a speedy and quick recovery for that. Um, he's a four-time scoring champ. We all know Katie can put the ball in the bucket. He's a 7-foot mismatch, can score from literally anywhere on the floor. Um... And also, he's a 2014 NBA MVP. He gave that great speech about his mom in his MVP um, speech. And he is a two-time Finals MVP going back-to-back with the Warriors. And he is just a different breed. KD, like I stated before, 7-foot mismatch. Nobody can guard him. Even if you try and guard him, he's just going to rise and shoot over you. And he's probably going to hit nothing but net. He has one of the prettiest shooting forms we've ever seen in NBA history. And, you know, a lot of people were mad at him, myself included, when he made the move from the Warriors. But now he moved on and he'll be playing with Kyrie Irving in the Brooklyn Nets, not next season, but the year after that, due, due to the Achilles injury. But we definitely will see a better version of Kevin Durant. He also will be wearing number seven as he makes the move to Brooklyn. So be on the lookout for KD in two seasons. Um, And so, yeah, man, that's KD at number two. At number one. One of my top five one and done players of all time. I think you guys probably guessed it by now. I hinted at it earlier. Number one is Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo was born in Brooklyn, New York. He he technically says that he's from New York, New York. Um, he played high school ball at the uni- at Oak Hill. Excuse me, I almost said university. He played at Oak Hill under the legendary coach Steve Smith, who's produced players like Kevin Durant, Rajon Rondo, Ty Lawson, Quinn Cook. Keldon Johnson, the list goes on and on. He's produced too many players. But Carmelo, to me, Carmelo, he is the second player on this list. Out of two players of the five on this list, he is the second player on this list to win a national championship as a freshman and be the the best player on that team. Carmelo went to Syracuse. I believe Syracuse was the best university for basketball-wise in the state of New York at the time. Jim Boeheim, Hall of Fame coach, one of the greatest college coaches to ever do it. One of the greatest coaches, period, to ever do it. At Syracuse, Carmelo averaged 27.2 points per game, 10 rebounds per game. That's a double-double. And 2.2 assists per game. He was the NCAA champion in 2004, I believe, or 2003. Um, Consensus All-American. NCAA All-Tournament Team. NCAA Most Outstanding Player. All-Big East Tourney Team, Big East Rookie of the Year, NCAA All-Region, All-Big East Team, Big East um, All-Freshman Team, and many more accolades for Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo literally dominated while he was at Syracuse. If you get a chance, go watch his March Madness run. It was one of the most incredible March Madness runs of all time. I'd say the only person to have as good of a March Madness as Carmelo Anthony was Kemba Walker. Kemba could have also been on. I don't know if Kemba was a one and done, but I think he was. But Kemba's one and or Kemba's March Madness run was incredible. And Carmelo's honestly might have just been better than that. Carmelo, we all know is a six eight scoring machine. He's one of the greatest scores the league has ever seen. Um, his NBA career he averaged twenty four points per game. He's averaged 6.5 rebounds per game and 3.0 assists per game. He has 10 all-star appearances. He was a 2012-2013 NBA scoring champ. And, man, Carmelo is a walking bucket. Carmelo can score from anywhere, from the mid-range pull-up to the mid-range post-up to the NBA, or excuse me, to the three-point, you know, pull-up game to just set shot. His jumper is also very pretty. He is one of the best scorers we've ever seen touch a basketball. It sucks that, you know, people have scrutinized him. I'm not going to lie. I have scrutinized him myself, but I just feel like he needs to take a step back and realize who he is and, and what stage he has or what stage he's in in his career. But he still, with all the disrespect that's thrown his way, I I don't disrespect him. I just keep it. I just keep it real. But he's still one of the greatest scorers the game has ever seen. He's arguably top 10, or he's top 10 if you ask me. He's arguably top 5. The way he scores, it's just so smooth. He's had He played his best years probably with the Knicks, even though I was mad that he joined the Knicks because the Knicks had nothing going for him at the time, but he put on a show while he was back at home. You got to give him a lot of credit for that. He did what he was supposed to do, and honestly, Melo is just a different breed killer, and you got to give him... A lot of respect for the things that he's done from just being an overall bucket to his AAU teams to everything. Carmelo, we don't give him enough appreciation, but that's what I'm here for. You got to give love to Melo, man. He's done Everything right, you know. Sadly, you know, he might not play this next up and coming NBA season, but I think it's a good chance that somebody will take the shot on him. Hopefully they do because he's more than deserving. He's just gotta realize that he's gotta take a step back in his game, but we still gotta appreciate Carmelo, man. What he did at Syracuse and what he did in his pro career, it's honestly unbelievable. So shout out to Carmelo. And that wraps up my top five one and done players of all time, man. Let me know how y'all think this list should have been. This is my personal list. It's nothing against y'all. Let me know if y'all would have changed it for other players. I know some other great players out there. It's a lot of great one-and-done players. Um, Like I stated before, the one-and-done rule might just be coming to an end in the year 2022. We shall see. Um, And so stay tuned for that, man. And as always, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share, and all those other good things. Please, please, please go check out my nuts and both sports family out in the nation's capital doing big things from publishing stories from all sports to having great podcasts on their podcast network, including mine. Please go check them out. And as always, man, have a beautiful and blessed rest of your day. This has been another episode of the Kevo Bands Hoops podcast. As always, peace, love, and blessings. Gone.